Want an ad-free version of Daily Tech Headlines and support the show directly? Go to DailyTechHeadlines.com to find out how. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe tap-to-pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, April 26, 2019. I'm Rich Straffolino. Tim Ingram at Music Business World reports that, according to industry sources, Amazon is in talks with record labels to launch a high-fidelity music streaming platform, with one of the major record labels already on board. The service will reportedly cost around $15 a month, offer a better-than-CD quality bitrate, and launch by the end of 2019. The messaging platform Slack released its S1 filing as it prepares to go public. The company reported revenue of $400.55 million and a net loss of $139.8 million for its fiscal year ending January 31, 2019. At the time, the company had over 10 million daily active users, with over half of those located outside of the U.S. Slack reported 88,000 paying customers, up 49% on the year, with customers paying over $100,000 annually for the service, up 93% to 575 customers. Slack reported that in the year, paid users spent more than 90 minutes a day engaged on the app, and that over 1 billion messages per week are sent by users. Under risk factors, Slack listed the need to create systems to stay in compliance with data regulations like GDPR. Amazon.com beat expectations for profit for the first quarter of 2019, reporting $3.6 billion in net income, an all-time quarterly record. Sales increased 70% with earnings of $7.09 per diluted share. Amazon's AWS cloud division grew revenue 41% to $7.7 billion. Amazon Studios greenlit more than 20 new returning and original series in Q1. Uber disclosed that it will offer 180 million shares to investors in its IPO, priced between $44 and $50 per share. This would raise up to $9 billion and value the company between $80.5 billion and $91.5 billion. 5.4 million shares of the IPO are being reserved to purchase by eligible drivers. In related news, Uber drivers in seven U.S. cities are planning a 12-hour work stoppage on May 8th, the day of Uber's stock market IPO. Drivers will be trying to raise awareness for better wages, clearer policies, and better employee benefits, as well as representation of workers. Figures suggest that Uber and Lyft drivers are paid on average $8.55 an hour in the U.S. The work stoppage will happen in San Francisco, Chicago, Los Angeles, San Diego, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. 
During an earnings call, Comcast CEO Brian Roberts said it is very much in everybody's interest to maintain the Hulu relationship. He added that Hulu is really valuable and we want to own a really large piece of it. Apparently, they want to find out just how valuable since CNBC reports Comcast is in talks with Disney over whether to sell its one-third stake in Hulu. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Intel CEO Bob Swan stated the company made the decision to exit the 5G smartphone modem business after Apple and Qualcomm settled their long-standing patent dispute. According to Swan, the company didn't see a path to make money after the agreement. New York Times reports that the New York State Attorney General's office plans to open an investigation into Facebook's unauthorized collection of 1.5 million email contact lists since May 2016. Facebook has stated the collection was unintentional and that the contacts were used to improve Facebook's ad targeting, build social network connections, and recommend friends. Since reported by Business Insider last week, Facebook turned off the functionality and stated it was in the process of deleting the data. The company said it is responding to questions from the Attorney General's office. Facebook also updated its platform policies to no longer permit apps with, quote, minimal utility on the platform, specifically citing personality quizzes as an example. The company will also now consider app user permissions expired if the app has not been used for more than 90 days, with access to expired permissions being automatically revoked. And finally, iFixit removed its teardown of the Samsung Galaxy Fold from its site, which had called the device alarmingly fragile. In a blog post, the company stated the device was provided by a trusted partner whom Samsung contacted to remove the teardown and analysis. While under no legal obligation to do so, iFixit removed the post until it can purchase a Galaxy Fold at retail. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.